can't stay here Asleep to how you're moving I can't stay here Complacent anymore I can't stay here My heart is full of longing I can't stay here I know what I'm made for You're breathing new life Into dry bones I hear the echo The sound of heaven's song Your spirit's calling me I know it's time to go I can't stay here anymore And I can't stay here I'm awakened to your whisper I can't stay here You tell me there is more I can't stay here My heart beats like thunder beloved let the revival start with us get your Bibles out we're going to see what the Holy Spirit is saying tonight share the program to as many persons as you can you're breathing new life into dry bones I hear the echo 
the sound of heaven's song. Your spirit's calling me. I know it's time to go. I can't stay here anymore. I'm ready for deeper. I'm ready for furious flood. I'm ready for glory. I'm ready for kingdom come. Hallelujah. That was I Can't Stay Here by David and Nicole Binion. Up next, Light the Fire by Brian Dorskin. We're asking God to light the fire and rekindle the fire within us tonight.
Beloved, tonight the Holy Spirit is here. He is here with the resurrection power. With the desire to light the flame of love in our hearts again. Where they have gone cold. Or where they have never given him a chance. He wants that deep love, that strong relationship. He's knocking on hearts tonight. We're going to go straight to the Word of God. Tonight I'll be using my online Bible. And the first scripture is Revelation 3, chapter 20. We're going to see why Jesus is knocking on hearts tonight. Revelations chapter 3 verses 20 Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Hmm. I don't know about you. But I feel very honored to know that God has been passing many doors and has decided to stop by my door. You should be honored tonight that God has passed many doors and has stopped by you. This is a personal invitation. Have you ever been invited out for a date with a friend? How did it make you feel? You felt special, right? Beloved, I actually cried throughout this entire exhortation during my preparation. It just really has taken over me. God's love. His love. My, my, my. If you understand His love for you, how much He loves you, You will not understand this until you are hated. Are you hated? Do you have anyone who dislikes you? When others cross you off their list, but God loved you with an everlasting love. When others put you in their black books, but God removed your sins as far as the east is from the west. When others block you, You're accepted by God. You have full access to God. He's always available to you. 24 7. 365 days of a year. And until eternity. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Holy Spirit convicted me. And I had to unblock all of the persons that I had blocked on WhatsApp. Oh yes, I did. I'm going deeper. As I said, I'm going deeper. That was the first step. Saying hello is the next step. After all, some of them might be listening tonight. Who knows? Have you blanked someone out of your mind? Or like we love to say, I put them at the cross? <laughs> Tell someone tonight, reconcile. Unblock. You never know. Only God can make an enemy a friend. Look at us. We were once enemies of God and he brought us near. And now he calls us friends. He wants us to come closer. So I'm making sure that I shut away so that I can hear him. I have not watched a movie for weeks. I have been spending most of my days in my room reading. 
and meditating on the word of God and listening because beloved the devil <laughs> he has asked to sift me this is personal you can put your name there he has asked to sift me like wheat he wants us just as badly as God wants us there's a warfare around us he wants blood he's after you he's after your sons your daughters your siblings your co-workers your relatives our men our youth as many souls as he can get he wants to take them to hell with him doesn't this concern you tonight warrior he is ensnaring our friends with the pleasures of this world can you see it are your eyes open to what is going on around you beloved open your eyes today your spiritual eyes look do you see the harvest the souls the world it needs you it needs me it needs us the Holy Spirit is trying to lead us to the field for the harvesting of souls if they're not coming we have to go and what are we waiting for more prayers needed more fasting more surrender more righteousness more humility more of a hungering for what Jesus truly wants is required
after all these years, can you still be desperate? Ah. After all these years, yeah. can you still be longing? Woo. Hunger by David and Nicole Binion. I hope tonight that you are truly, truly desperate and coming back to the heart of God, finding your way back to Jesus, surrendering all to Him, back to His presence, a genuine hunger and thirst for righteousness, seeking his kingdom first. This world has nothing for us. Its pleasures are temporary. Have you ever realized that thing you thought you needed so much is somewhere knocking around the house? That outfit that you spent your entire week's pay on is still in the closet after a few years? (laughs) The more we get, We never seem to be satisfied. When somebody would stand in a line from the night before till morning just to be the first person to get the new iPhone. My, my, my. (laughs) Do you understand? Our obsessions are absolutely getting more ridiculous. Why would a spiritual leader have eight cars? And many in his congregation travels miles via train or bus. This makes me tear up. It brings tears to my eyes. Many pastors that mentored me in my early spiritual walk. God has been opening my eyes to see how hypocritical they have been. And I am praying for them. But what about us? Are we not the same with our own brothers and sisters in the household of faith sometimes? And we take it a step further, even with our neighbors and with our enemies, with our friends. Beloved, this ought not to be. How about when we say, I helped him last week, but I can't promise to do it again this week. If you can't, that is understandable, of course. But if you can, why don't you? Why would you withhold help from a needy person? Why would you withhold from someone who is poor? Let's look at what God is saying. Philippians 2, verses 2 to 5. Verses... 2 to 5. Fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Beloved, we must not get weary in doing good. Don't store up riches for yourself because someone else may just come and use it before you do. You never know. Your life may come to an end unexpectedly. If you have it, why are you withholding? It's heartbreaking. How could we, as a church, the bride of Christ become self-centered, selfish, 
hoarders, spending large sums of money on vanity or self. God is not pleased. I'm not saying it's a sin to have luxuries. No, that's not what I'm saying. Nor am I saying wealth is, a, is evil. I'm not saying that at all. God is the source of everything. And he wants us to prosper. After all, everything belongs to him. And he gives wealth according to his will. Solomon and Job both received wealth from God. They did not receive it through manipulating people or taking advantage of others. No, I'm not saying we can fix all the issues of the world, but we should do what is within our ability. Do what you can. Look out for the interests of others. Do you remember in Acts? Let's look at the church in Acts. Acts 4, 32. We're going to go down to 35. Acts 4, 32 to 35. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many as were possessors of land or houses sold them and brought the prices of the things that were sold and laid them down at the apostles' feet and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. Now you see, there was no partiality there. There was no respect of persons. Everyone had in common. Beloved, is that the same today? Hmm. I don't think so. I think we have gone astray. Any help is better than none. How can we sleep comfortably knowing we refuse to help someone we could? We would have more resources. Had we not wasted so much money? If we had been saving more, we would have been more prepared for this pandemic. Let us be wise going forward. Some of our bad choices has caused our family financial strain. Prioritize. Tell someone tonight, prioritize. Young lady, leave that expensive weave in the store next time and buy something that you truly, truly need. Well, of course, if you need a weave, buy it by all means. But understand what I'm saying tonight. Kingdom people, we need to be good stewards. We need to be good stewards of the resources that God has given us. Let's look at 1 Timothy 5.8. You men, you, you men have not gotten up. Um, gotten away. I know y'all splurge sometimes too. We go and buy some very expensive vehicles, some very expensive watches, some very expensive shoes. Watch it. Be careful of how you are spending the resources God is providing for you. We're not supposed to live above our means. 1 Timothy 5.8 But if any provide not for his own, and specifically for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith, and is worse than an infidel. Do you hear that? If you do not provide for your own household, you are worse than an infidel. Hmm. Beloved, there's much work that needs to be done. We need to go deeper. We need to go deeper, 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 deeper. We've become too worldly. 
we must let go of what's hindering us from going deeper. Fill in the blanks. You know what is stopping you. And if you truly want to go deeper, you know what you have to do. You need to let it go. We are releasing everything tonight to Jesus. Let's look at Matthew 18, verses 8 to 9. Moving along swiftly. Matthew 18, 8 to 9. If your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into to life lame or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into the everlasting fire and if your eye causes you to sin pluck it out and cast it from you it is better for you to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire yep that is very I don't even need to explain that to you at least I hope not if there's any part of you that will hinder you you rather let it go than allow it to take you to hell. Basically, that's that simple. Whatever it is, whatever has been causing you to have a separation from God, whatever sin is in your life, whatever is causing you to have a relapse, to keep backsliding, whatever is causing you to neglect the things of God I don't care what it is it could be your job it could be your family it could be your friends some things you just have to cut off okay cry if you have to have your pity party if you have to whine if you have to but just make sure that you do not allow anything to stand in the way of you going to heaven. Alright? How many documentaries have we watched where celebrities are extremely stressed out and unhappy despite all the wealth they have accumulated? More money will be helpful, but it would not guarantee us a happy life. Unfortunately, money can't buy love. When you check deep inside the broken pages of our lives, it's that longing to be accepted and loved and appreciated that we were born with. And that void that only God can fill up. Our statuses on our social media profiles expose all kinds of brokenness, anger, disappointment, sorrow, and rebellion. Rebellion from God. Instagram and Facebook and WhatsApp. They invite us to share what's on our minds. Sometimes we really outdo ourselves. I know that I have regretted a few posts that I have made in the past. When I go back and I read them, I would think to myself, I can't believe I allowed this situation to get to me to this point. What about smiling on the outside but having that spirit of depression on the inside of you? Beloved, God doesn't need any actors in his kingdom. If you're speaking differently to your reality, you're definitely acting. Acting is make-belief, pretending that it's real. Let's put a stop to this practice. Are you putting on a mask? I don't mean face masks. <laughs> yes, you need to continue wearing your medical or cloth mask to pre prevent the spread of COVID-19. <laughs> this disease is real and it's possible. It's not going anywhere in a hurry. We need to ask God to have mercy and to protect as many people as possible from this dreadful virus. It has claimed more than 500,000 lives in the past few months across the globe. Wow. All statistic models are stating different information. They're now categorizing the death 
involving pneumonia, some with influenza, some without. Whole lot of confusion. It is not a wonder that we all have gotten weary of watching the news, seeing the pandemonium in the world around us every single day. God knows everything. That, that That's the important thing. God knows everything. Sometimes we have to tune out the world news and the newspapers and tune into good news. The good news of Jesus. Yes, people, sometimes we have to tune in to good news. Jesus Christ still saves. You hear that headline? Jesus Christ still saves. His blood is still redeeming. I rejoice with all of you new converts. Those of you who did not let COVID-19 stop your decision. Continue to hold fast to the word of God because perilous times are up ahead. It is written that men's hearts will feel them for the things that are coming upon this earth. God is tarrying because he wishes that no one would perish. He is long-suffering and patient. It is not to be mocked. It is not to be laughed at. Oh, they're saying God is coming from the every sense. He was coming, he was coming. No, it's not for you to joke at. God is doing this. He is tarrying because he wants people to be saved. The warrior, the question tonight is, are you saved? Are you saved? Do you know if you're saved? You need to make sure that you know. I know I'm saved. I know I'm saved. I know. I know I'm saved. How about joy? Do you have joy? <laughs> we should not be pretentious about having joy. You either have it or you don't have it. It is not the same thing as happiness, nor is it the same thing as peace. They are two different words, so they obviously have different manifestations. Happiness is an emotion like sorrow and anger. Joy is a fruit of the spirit. So it remains unwavering. It's, it is not affected by what is going on around us. Happiness and joy are similar, but we can get mixed up. You have a merry heart and you can have joy. You can have a broken heart and you can still have joy as well. Hold on a minute. Don't shoot the messenger. This took me a while to understand. I allow the Holy Spirit to be my teacher and he guides me into all truths. Amen? Let's look at David in 2 Samuel 12, 1. To 25. Alright? Let's look at David. And the Lord sent Nathan unto David, and he came unto him and said unto him, There were two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. The man had exceedingly many flocks and herd. But the poor man had nothing save one little ewe lamb, which he had bought and nourished up, and it grew up together with him and with his children. It did eat of his own meat and drank of his own cup and lay in his bosom and was unto him as a daughter. And there came a traveler unto the rich man, and he spared to take of his own flock and of his own herd to dress for the wearfaring man that was come unto him, but took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man that was come to him. And David's anger was greatly kindled against the man. And he said to Nathan, As the Lord liveth, the man that hath done this thing shall surely die. And he shall restore the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing, and because he had no pity. And Nathan said to David, Thou art the man. Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul. And I gave thee thy master's house, 
and thy master's wives into thy bosom, and gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little, I would moreover have given unto thee such and such things. Wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? Thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and hast taken his wife to be thy wife, and hast slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from thine house, because thou hast despised me, and hast taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be thy wife. Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will raise up evil against thee out of thine own house, and I will take thy wives before thine eyes, and give them unto thy neighbor, and he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of this son. For thou didst it secretly, while I will do this thing before all Israel and before the son. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also have put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. Howbeit, by this deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemy of the Lord to blaspheme. The child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. And Nathan departed unto his house. And the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bare unto David, and it was very sick. David therefore besought God for the child, and David fasted and went in, and lay all night upon the earth. And the elders of his house rose and went to him to raise him up from the earth, but he would not, neither did he eat bread with them. And it came to pass on the seventh day that the child died. And the servants of David feared to tell him that the child was dead, for they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spake unto him, and he would not hearken unto our voice. How will he then vex himself if we tell him that the child is dead? When David saw this, his servants whispered. David perceived that the child was dead. Therefore David said unto his servants, Is the child dead? And they said, He is dead. Then David arose from the earth and washed and anointed himself and changed his apparel and came into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he came to his own house and when he required, they set bread before him and he did eat. Then said his servants unto him, What thing is this that thou hast done? Thou didst fast and weep for the child while it was alive. But when the child was dead, thou didst rise and eat bread. And he said, While the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept, for I said, Who can tell whether God will be gracious to me, that the child may live? But now he is dead. Wherefore should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me. And David comforted Bathsheba his wife, and went in unto her, and lay with her, and she bare a son, and he called his name Solomon, and the Lord loved him, and he sent by the hand of Nathan the prophet, and he called his name Jediah, because of the Lord. <laughs> Tell someone your sins have been put away. Of course David was saddened at his son's passing, but he accepted God's will, God's strength was upon him. The joy of the Lord was upon him, which gives us strength. Acceptance, beloved, acceptance of God's will, trusting and having faith in God, a heart that is set on God. And we see God's goodness giving him another son, Solomon, David asked God to give him a new heart. What about you? Do you want a whole new heart? We are in desperate need of hearts which are right with God. So we can be the salt and the light of the earth. Let's look at Matthew 5, 13-16. We're getting in some word tonight. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, 
but to be cast out and to be trodden on the foot of men. Yet the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill, cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I'm going to read also Psalms 51, 9-11. Hide thy face from my sins and blot all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. That was written by David around the same time that he had um, repented of the sin that he had committed with Bathsheba. Ezekiel 36, 26. Ezekiel 36, verse 26. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. Let's listen to the song I had brought. It's called Light in the World. A few years ago, I wrote it to challenge myself and all those who would listen to it to be lights for Jesus in the world. He wants to shine through us. So we need to be pure. We need to be worshiping God in spirit and in truth. And we can only do that through a new heart, a pure heart.
as we see, it's going to take more than just singing these lyrics. We have to allow God to shape our character. We need to have a new heart that bears good fruit, the fruit of the Spirit to light the world. This is the entire heartbeat of the love warrior. We can't be true warriors of love if we don't manifest the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit, this is the Amplified Version, it says, The fruit of the Spirit, the result of His presence within us, is love, which is unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, which is not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such things there is no law. The more fruit we produce, the more we grow, the more mature we will be. We will be true love warriors for Jesus, warriors of love, a love warrior. This is where I am in my spiritual walk right now. I want to possess all of the fruit of the Spirit. After self-examining, I realized I had not given full access to the Holy Spirit to do His complete work in me. So, I am allowing Him to remove anything that will hinder me from reaching the highest levels in Him and um, walking further into my destiny. Um, remember, I can't stay here. Reconcile. Prioritize. Let it go. Let's take in, you can have my heart, by Chandler Moore and Chris Brown.
need a new address we need to go where God is taking our hearts tonight our hearts are moving moving from stubborn Avenue from excuse Valley from unforgiveness tongue from lazy Villa who is ready for resurrection Street for salvation Street or are you going to say like Agrippa to Paul in Acts 26-28 you almost persuade me to become a Christian almost almost will not matter son daughter mother father almost will just not be enough you need to move from that place move Move, you can't stay in that place, friend. What would you give in exchange for your soul? This is very serious. I want you to ponder on those words and move. Move. I'm going to do some shout outs Cheryl, Alan, Leroy. My pastor and his wife and all the members of my church, the First Baptist, Sharon, Natasha, Mars Mars, Henry, Faye, Joyanne, Brenda, Adrian, and all my friends from WhatsApp, Instagram and Facebook. Adam and Leroy and all the listeners and St. Kitts and to my brother Steve and Nevis, Barbados. Of course, my hometown. Ryan from Seven Kings Radio, St. Lucia, GGFM, Jamaica, Elarm in Ghana. I want to give a shout out to my family and any Canadians listening, especially my auntie in Hamilton, Ontario. She and her husband celebrated 22 years of marriage on July the 4th. And also the Barbados Flame Gospel Awards will be aired on this coming Saturday, the 11th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. 
and it's going to repeat on Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time due to the COVID-19 pandemic it will be a virtual event so you can go and book your tickets via the website www.flameawards-barbados as in sorry bdos.com not the word barbados bdos.com and support by making the pay-per-view contribution of 20 us um, the last I checked there were still early bird tickets at 15 US. I was nominated for eight categories this year. Most improved act of the year, reggae song of the year, best scripture song, sorry, best scripture based song of the year, original song of the year, female vocalist of the year, recording of the year, songwriter of the year, and music video of the year. So we will see what is in store. There's an opportunity for you to win a 500 um, US through the People's Choice Quiz. If you are the first to get all of the winners of the categories correct, there's a quiz online, so you can go and check that out. And the website again is www.flameawards-bdos.com. The Barbados Flame Gospel Awards. Thank you again for your prayer and your support. It's truly been an encouragement to me. Thank you so much for tuning in every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. And remember, the program repeats on Saturday, the same time. If you missed it on Wednesday night, share the radio link with as many people as you can, so we can have a broader outreach. Thank you so much, love warriors. Good night. God bless you. I love you. It belongs to you anyway.